hello again out there, folks. If you're listening to this show, I cannot thank you enough. It's Anthony Romeo coming to you with another fine edition of Wise Up. Now in season four, season four, I cannot believe that people out there are actually listening to me. I'm just kidding. Because you know what? They're not listening to me. They're listening to amazing guests that we've been having on the show. CIOs, C-level executives, entrepreneurs, etc. We've having folks on our show talking about infrastructure, mainly smart buildings, IoT platforms, AI, the infrastructure that allows it all to connect and keep us connected, active entertainment, or even our workplace environment, schools, healthcare, you name it, the infrastructure that we've been talking about in the last four seasons, make it happen. Our special guest today, Lisa Caparelli, she is not only a Forbes contributor, a children's author, songwriter, but she is the creator and founder of Unicorn Jazz, which can be streamed, if I'm not mistaken, on Amazon. Little company, right? (laughs) Just joking. (laughs) So Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time out of your hectic schedule and um you know it, it's it's unfortunate that you were just in new york and i happen to be in new york and right. we didn't have the opportunity to do this in person right shame on us for shame but <laughs> um again thank you so much because uh the thing i do uh i could tell you my five-year-old daughter uh loves it and um you know, the, the other the other things about being happy, I think that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know all the different things that she knows, and but she I know she loves it. So as I was saying to you before, the folks that listen to our show, Wise Up, which can be streamed on Spotify, Apple, or however you stream, I know you out there, you listeners, if you're in the tech industry, you have children, right? And I'm sure your children are streaming and downloading different educational programs out there i encourage that you check out unicorn jazz and lisa's blessed us with her time today to talk to us what she found so passionate and what brought her to this platform to create unicorn jazz so lisa thank you so much for joining us Anthony, the pleasure is all mine, and thank you so much. What a wonderful introduction, and I know that we will meet up in person one day, and now we have this platform. Thanks for the great work you do in the world. Um, so, yeah, so people often say, like, why should I care about, you know, a unicorn or if you have grown children or, you know, because my platform now is is to inspire young minds. Um so first off, I have a 27-plus year background in business and marketing, and I know that you have a lot of technology people that follow you. So I might not put myself way up there on the techie you know, field, but um, I have stayed innovative in the sense that, um, you know, when in social media came, became prevalent and became part of our world, we remember the days of just, we just had our platforms of getting content, we're television, we're radio ads, uh, you know, FM, AM radio, of which I participate with with my former companies as an entrepreneur and as marketing and branding these different businesses, because that's what I did. I was in marketing and branding. So 
back then, I mean, we even had the yellow pages. That's you know, people remember that. Like, I remember you know, the yellow pages. I, yeah, yeah. You and I are you and I are older than Google and and yeah. YouTube and many of us. And I remind that to children because they grow they're growing up as as digital natives. You and I and a lot of your listeners are digital immigrants. We have had to learn how to use all this technology that's tremendous at our fingertips. And I've always said technology is in, anything invented after you were born. And I've always loved as much as I could learn. I, I feel we should be lifelong learners. So I changed my life in 2018, just a few years ago. To I walked away from marketing and branding all different companies and brands. Um, I think I worked with like over 160 CEOs by that time. Oh, wow. And really helping them, empowering them and their business and their brand and their personal lives. Um, I, I believe that we all should should be happy in what we do. And, and that's always been like a quest I've been on, like what makes people happy by observing their behaviors, observing their outcomes. I've been blessed to work with some amazing people. And again, I live in California now. I grew up in El Paso, Texas, and I grew up really poor and I didn't grow up around entrepreneurs. You know, my life is completely different today, but it's pretty much from seeking, from being curious. And what I found, um, Anthony, is that in work in when living in California now 20 years and being there's a lot of, you know, tremendous wealth, a lot of companies and, and different people that created a business and a and a you know, a platform sometimes out of nothing as well. You know, what uh, is the business but solving a problem or, or, or offering a service that people are going to want? But what I found is that a lot of people aren't happy the more they get, the more they rise. And so I used to just think like, what is shame to not be happy? You have this tremendous wealth or different things. So it was that that observation that um, led me to create a book called Skip a Step, Imparting Wisdom for Young Entrepreneur Minds. And it was where I interviewed 12 different entrepreneurs and leaders. And my chapter became 13 into why I believe it's important to help and, and give back, especially the younger generation, if you can. And so when interviewing different people like Michael Gerber's chapter one, he was 80 at the time. Um, I interviewed a seven-time New York Times bestselling author, that was, you know, also self-made that believed in the, of not being told no and going for it. I mean, story after story where I sat one-on-one, -on -one, interviewed them that became part of the book. Um, Jessica Jackley, who started a nonprofit, she was on Oprah, she's done TED Talks. I mean, I got to interview some, uh, a variety of different well-rounded um, leaders. And I would ask them, you know, what would you tell your younger self, your 21-year-old self? What oh, would you boy. tell your seven-year-old self? <laughs> and 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 so I got really heartfelt, meaning messages, which is what I wanted. And because I wish that when I was young, I could have skipped some steps from all these different minds. And as we know, there's many great people in the world out there. You know, I could have kept on Absolutely. going. I could have, you know, made that a, a big number of interviews. But I had enough, you know, data, per se, to see, to understand when I, I would ask one of the last questions, what what is the meaning of life? And the common things I got were, well, why it's to create, have vision, have good people, be a good person, help and give back. I mean, and so it was through through my own book of Skip a Step, which is meant for everyone, really, um, right. that I decided in 2018 when the book came out um, to just like examine with myself, what is it that I want to do? What is it that I could do that's not work that, you know, you often hear if you do what you love, it'll, it'll, it won't be work, you know, you'll never right. work a day Absolutely. in your life. 
I was going to ask you that. I said, when are you going to start working? Because I, I, I'm living, breathing what you're, you're talking about. It's, I love yeah. what I do. And uh, so I haven't, haven't started work yet, you know, so I applaud everything that you just said and the efforts that, and how compassionate you are about uh, skip a step from the beginning to, you know, unicorn jazz. Let me ask you a question, Lisa, from, Unicorn from books to now streaming and and bringing uh, somewhat of a, a Sesame Street of today on a virtual platform. You know, you're doing a Zoom call or a Teams call. Mm -hmm. You know, we went through a, a a global pandemic. This wasn't affecting just the kids in Texas or California or New York. This was affecting the, world. the globe. And you know, children were overtasked and undermanaged. Parents weren't prepared. They were ill-equipped. I mean, I'm fortunate that, you know, my wife, she's got an education background, and even so, she struggled with, you know, the technology side, and and then trying to, uh, you know, have that correlate with 30 children in a class. It's just, it's a challenge to the teacher. It's a challenge to the student. It's definitely a challenge to the parents who now are trying to work at the dining room table at the same time that the children are trying to do their work. And then you come along, and, and I say this in the most sincere way, as a breath of fresh air, because you're adding additional curriculum, but making it fun. And you're opening right. their minds to what's out there. And as you pointed out, you came from you know uh, less means that you have than today. So you know everything that you you have you worked very hard for and there's people out there that are that seven-year-old that mm -hmm. may be struggling mm -hmm. uh parents you know one a parent household or just two parents that are really not uh able to provide and it there's a lot out there and there's a lot of people out there struggling in 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 this environment especially of what has been caused not only from the pandemic but other things and you're bringing in uh you know a good curriculum, a fun way of doing it, and and a good message because with all the the stuff that you can Google, right? It it's it's fearful, you know. If you don't put those governors in on, and you're not a parent or parents that are able to be on top of your children 100%, it's very scary what you can search. So if you if if you're a parent out there listening, I'm sure you're you're challenged with this. This is good content that Lisa has developed, and you know my own children have have uh, have grown to uh, love it and put it into the the lineup, as you will. And we limit mm -hmm. the the amount of technology that they use. Yeah. You know, I'm technology, but not really. I, I don't. I, I'm not a coder, but yeah. you know, we provide that layer one. Um, you know, people talk about cybersecurity and they talk about AI, they talk about streaming and downloading and this, that, upstream and that. But at the end of the day, if you don't build that highway to connect everything, it doesn't exist. We're not able to have this uh, podcast. We're not able to reach out to the kids that you're reaching out. Let me ask you about your trip to New York. Um, so, again, next time you come into New York, it, it's customary to uh notify me <laughs> yes <laughs> it will be for sure i know so, we tried to get together 
Yeah. Um, I know. I thank you for sharing all that. I mean, definitely the pandemic is something in our lives and in, in our children's lives that we'll, you know, we'll be talking about. I mean, my grandmother lived through the Great Depression and boy, the story she told me, I will say, you know, my imagine being the Great Depression for they didn't have technology, zero. So Right. Even though, you know, I, I, you, I always try to look at the silver lining or glass half full in life. We have to always look at that. And so I thought, okay, well, we're all stuck at home um, and um, we have technology. We can learn new things. I, you do more things. You, you, you know, you said you created a podcast. So many people got their creative hats out. And remember I said, what, you know, one of the meanings of life is to create, create something, do something outside yourself, learn a new skill set, give, give back to the world per se. So I, I was stopped from going into schools because I was presenting, I was a speaker and then I would sell books. And so that was the lifeblood of, of unicorn jazz. It was, it was going quite well, pretty rapidly. So for me, I, I put myself in the artist categories. I, you know, a lot of like, we know the artists and entertainers, they, they got, you know, held back. So I just kind of, I think I had two weeks of figuring out, we don't know what's going to be ahead and I just immediately said I have to create a show so the show was born that it's called unicorn jazz the thing I do and it's on Amazon TV now we have some free older episodes that aren't the best of that that you can find publicly on YouTube still um, and so I just um, it was it's a homegrown show videos pieced together professional kid actors Broadway singers my, I've turned some of my characters into puppets, Unicorn Jack and Tracy, who's a zebra corn. My son, who's 30, who's a nurse, plays the voice and character personality of Tracy. Super funny. Everyone loves him. And I just created, I want to say something out of nothing, but it was, a, it was a lot of great things out of a lot of ideas. And one, it kept me busy. And it, it was a dream of mine to go on a streaming platform. I didn't know that I would ever do it. And Amazon TV, you know, is a platform. And, and there's we, we're going on another platform called Kids Bees TV pretty soon. That is an app that, um, you know, 150,000 people watch, you know, their content. So I'm pretty honored in that my ideas came to fruition and kept me happy. And I just said, like, let's be the leaders of happiness. Let's bring happiness to kids. And adults, because adults love the show too. They love that behind the scene. You know, I am an adult that made the adult, the that made the videos, and and we got other adults involved. And I got people of all ages to have fun. My sisters, I had them, you know, create little puppets um, out of socks and send in videos. And they, at first, they're like, we don't get why Lisa's asking us to do this, but okay. And then, you know, there was people that were, well, she must know what she's doing. You know, <laughs> I have a proven track record of making great things out of nothing per se so right. it it was a lot of fun and I'll tell you during the pandemic and and I could be known as a workaholic I think all entrepreneurs are even though I know we have to have work-life balance um I I just I had a lot of fun the time went by so quickly I hardly watched television I was creating so many things rapidly I learned how to write songs I created music videos it just and then all of this content, as you said, is, is just a new way of adding and, additional curriculum, curriculum. And, imagine, and if you could imagine doing this 10, 15 years ago, the way that you are, it's, it's an impossible, it's, it would it's, not yeah. be possible. No, so no, I learned, it, no, thanks to software, thanks to, we all have videos, um, software on our, on our phones that, that helps. 
that's yeah. high quality. Like it, it was just like the perfect alignment. Um, I often say baby Einstein, you know, was, was born out of an idea of a woman's garage. And then, you right. know, years later she's selling her content to Disney for upwards of, I don't know, I read like $24 million. And, and yeah. for me, I, I just did it. I did it for the joy of giving back and, learning more if you You can definitely tell from how passionate you are and like i was saying about your new york trip i didn't get to see you in person but i did see you on tv um i know that you uh went to some school in the uh, bronx new york area yeah and uh you you know you reached out to the kids and you uh you know developed uh, the social social emotional learning skills with them you know that that touch point mm-hmm. that they missed out for, you know, 18 months, you know, for many mm-hmm. months, uh, schools were closed, they were forced to these virtual platforms and only virtual platforms. So you were able to not only connect with them on Amazon or your your website, but now you're you're out and about to some degree, you're, you're, you're seeing mm-hmm. these, these schools, which is amazing, um, you know, and and kids react. I, I personally love when I go to my kids in my children's right. school and you see how they interact and they listen intently to what you're talking about. But then you hear them and what mm-hmm. they're talking about and how they respond is so much more fascinating and interesting than what comes out of my mouth or right. any other adult because they're so, um, you know, unfiltered, you know, and untarnished. They, they're not they, they see the world differently. It's it's not about, uh, you know, uh, class or social economic class or religion or race. It's it. They're all just kids trying to have fun and learn and develop and grow. In this world together and make sense of it. Right. Uh, so just like them, if we could learn from them, we're all into we're all in this together, whether we be Americans or a global economy. Mm-hmm. We're all in this together, so why not get along, right? So the famous words of Rodney King, we all get along, right? So um, I, I I say that uh, tongue in cheek because what's going on today, we need stuff that you're producing so much more now than ever before because it is a cesspool out there to some degree, and it's so fortunate right. that people not only like you that are creative, you're, you're focusing on the foundation of the youth of America and not only America, because, you you know, you could dream this anywhere. But as, as we're talking right now, you being on the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast and many of the uh, content that you're putting out there, it happens to be in, in the U.S. Um, nonetheless, uh, going back to, you know, the the reality of it, it's it's not coming to a theater near you without this infrastructure that allowed you to, you know, during the global pandemic, you set up this whole thing because you, you know, you were an author already. You you wanted to connect. You didn't want to sit and hunker down and just, you know, keep all this to yourself. This creative flow, this creative flow needed to be out. You needed to let this mythical creature, unicorn, come out and touch these people, right? And um, I, I can't tell you, you know, you watch your, not only your show, but your social media posts. And, and uh, so besides unicornjazz.com and Amazon, how could our listeners 
uh, get more of the content that you're providing? Yeah, I mean, go to unicornjazz.com. You could click on education, get lots of um, YouTube videos with their storybooks with songs, music videos on their unicornjazz.com. You click on songs. Um, um, and thank you. I mean, my goal is just to for Unicorn Jazz one day to be a household name. And, and a lot of our content is, is timeless, meaning, you know, sharing stories and songs and and about happiness and, um, you know, helping others and and feelings and feel good things, you know, with my character be happy. I mean, all that is timeless. And I, I did that intentionally, like Sesame Street. I mean, I grew up with Sesame Street. Right. And my kids grew up with Sesame Street. A lot of people's kids did as so, you know. And to this day, I can remember learning things from Sesame Street that were subtly teaching us in a happy, positive way, incorporating right. the arts, incorporating the music, storytelling. And, you know, mine is homegrown. I'm not even going to compare myself to the amazing work that Sesame Street did. But I, you know, I pray that I can grow more, get more partners, you know, whether it's getting a Kickstarter to grow the show, whether it's just aligning with other creative and, and doers, you know, I, I feel that I feel that it will happen. It's time. You know, you have to get out there. We know, like, you know, nothing is done overnight. No, um, no, so no. I just. I, but I, I just appreciate when the the teachers using the content in their school, it just, it just immerses from, the children yeah. into the world of unicorn jazz and learning. Yeah, from the smart board in the classroom to the mobile device on the go, or your own capabilities within your home, the infrastructure that was going on in the early '90s or late '80s, this could not have been brought to your doorstep folks and it's so important that your school understands what lisa is doing out there with unicorn jazz it is inspirational and and you really gotta you know find a job lisa because this is not work this is too much fun you're having and uh, we appreciate <laughs> speaking to you today about unicorn jazz this is anthony romeo We've been talking to Lisa Caparelli. She's the founder of Unicorn Jazz. We're on Wise Up again in our fourth season, streaming on Apple, Spotify, however you stream, folks. Um, those who uh, listened to the show in the past, we've talked about CIOs and smart buildings. We've spoke about um, the manufacturing of fiber optic and optical uh, speeds and, and transmissions and a lot of engineers listening out there. I'm sure you have children. Check out Unicorn Jazz. I assure you, you will not be disappointed. Your children will be thoroughly entertained as well as educated. Their creative juices will be flown. So Lisa, I thank you tremendously from the bottom of my heart uh, for you taking the time out of your hectic schedule to allow our listeners on Wise Up to hear from you, the founder of Unicorn Jazz. Thank you so much.